Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. You tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live early in the AM, eggs and bacon, all that fly shit, the 15th of November, 2020. What's going on, man? We got the 9 o'clock hour like we used to do back in the days over at uh, OTG, but it's OBP, and um yeah, it's a good Sunday morning, man, out here in Central California, where surprisingly the fog decided to come in today, and uh, it's a cold morning, man, it's a cold morning. However, I got my pumpkin spice frappuccino right here to get my straw ready. Um, yeah, man, early in the AM, we're, uh, you know, it's, it's good to get this shit out the way, that way we can watch some football in peace, you know, have a good day. Enjoy the the smackdowns that are coming, and I know what you guys are gonna say, RC. What are you talking about? Your 49ers suck. I don't give a fuck about the 49ers right now. All right, my fantasy football team is all that's focused on right now, and my fantasy football team is doing basically what Nasty Nate tried to do to uh, Kenny on Half Baked. If you never see, or uh, yeah, Half Baked. If, if you haven't seen that movie, Chappelle Show, just lose my number. Don't call me anymore. One of my favorite movies. However, I do treat fantasy football opposition to the similar effect of Nasty Nate treating somebody in prison. We don't play. We bought that action, boss. And I laugh at everybody. I laugh at everybody. Ha, ha. He who laughs, laughs, laughs loudest. And you know what? I got Michael Thomas on my team. I picked him second overall. People say, what the fuck? Do you know what you're doing? You could have Ezekiel Elliott. You could have uh, 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 Saquon Barkley. Some shit like that. No. I don't buy in fool's gold, man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a meat and potatoes brother. And when I get something, like Antonio Brown two years ago, first overall pick in the draft, it's wild card picks. I know what I'm doing. And I'll tell you what right now. People who enjoyed beating me in the beginning of the year because Michael Thomas didn't play for like seven weeks. He's back now. So is 84, but he's 81 right now. AB back. And, uh, you know, I beat the dog shit last week out of the commissioner, who I think is cheating, but that's another story. And we we, we delivering smackdowns like we're passing out jelly beans, all right? So all is good in the proverbial hood. And I'll tell you right now, I'm very excited for football today. Very excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. However, we got some boxing to talk about, man, because yesterday we had the best fighter in the world on display. And I know some people, it's going to be a handful. 
who agrees and who disagrees, you know? <clears throat> That's fine. That's what boxing is all about. Opinionated, differentiated, all that. That's just what we do in this sport. Nobody agrees with nothing. Everybody believes in so-and-so. People got man crushes on guys and all that funny shit. <sighs> For me, I ain't never got no dog in a fight. Unless Danny Garcia's fighting, and, you know, that's my guy. Which, December 5th, y'all gonna see. But I ain't got no dog in a fight. I'm, I, I'm an everyday, you know, Ned Flanders, if you want to say. I'm the friendliest person anyone can come across. This is true. Stop me when I lie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now. I'm ready to go today. I'm hyped. And I cannot wait. Because if you looked up right now, RC underscore Prez. Your boy been training since uh, Friday or Saturday, I guess. Friday night, I, I didn't know about. Saturday morning, Grind Face TV. And people that got something to say to me, guess what? You're not going to win a shit-talking competition with RC. Please believe. You're just not. It's not going to happen. I've been talking shit since I came out the womb, and it ain't going to change. All right? That's just me. So, Willa know me. That's my man, 50 Grand. Green eggs and ham. You know what I'm saying? I want you, Uncle Sam. All that. Right? So I ain't got no time. You guys know me long enough. Listeners, everybody. Globally, I'm not the guy to gloat. However, if you go to RC underscore Prez and, and, and get out the comment section trying to take my sugar the fuck out the jar. I say Crawford and Ford. Book that shit. Book it. You know why? Because Terrence Crawford is the best fighter in the world. And I don't even care about Nebraska brothers like that. I don't. But that's just me. So, so um, you know, hey, I'm gonna take it to I'm gonna take it to Willa and see what's going on. You know, top of the morning. I'm halfway done with my monster. I'm having a good time right now. So, Willa, what's good in the hood, my guy? Good morning. RC, RC, what's up, baby man? Hey, good morning. Day out here. Houston, Texas, we had a, a little cold front come in, sort of cooled us off a little bit. So, you know, we're out here looking at about a 72-degree high. So, you know, it's going to be a great day out here. Got to get a little football, you know. Like I said, last week your boy got the new big screen in the house, you know, so I'm going to be looking at it in, in the AK, that crystal clear, that look that, we, you know, boy's been looking for for a long time. But, yeah, man, um, got to see a little boxing, got a lot to – Got to see the boxing fight last night. Actually, well, not last night. Got I watched it this morning. Luckily, it was a short enough fight. But, but uh, my bad. I don't know what this guy's talking about. What man? Hey. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but okay. Yeah. So yeah, my bad, man. Tell the little man, Uncle RC. These guys said, coming in here talking right, nonsense. Tell the little one, Uncle RC. Said, what's good? Yeah, just he needs to get back and clean his room. He's trying to make excuses. Guys always got excuses when when it's time to clean. But, but yeah, man, uh, when I, I was out in the country hanging around with my boys, riding four wheelers last night, flipping four wheelers and shit, in the in the middle of the night, can't see shit, running over logs, I almost killed myself. But you know, it is what it is. I'm still alive out here. Came in, got to watch the fight. Um, you know, so got a little bit to say about that. And uh, but yeah, man. Great to be on, man. Glad that uh, 
Glad that you're on this morning. Happy early birthday. Glad that you're trending on some kind of grinder. Uh, did you say you're trending on grinder? Not sure what that is, but I think that's a gay site, but I'm not sure about hey, that. Um, I said grind face. Don't, don't do me like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the, you know, I don't know, man. I heard, you know, people make jokes about grinder. You say grinder, that's not like some sort of lesbian shit. Shout out to all lesbians. I don't know what that's all about, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. We're still boys, man, no matter how you do it, man. But, uh, yeah, man, happy early birthday. No boys getting old out there, man. So, uh, yeah, glad to talk about some boxing with you. We do got uh, JP, JP on, a.k.a. JP on, you know, Westside Connection. Crawford hater himself. <laughs> Westside <laughs> Connection with the extra O. Wow. Oh, oh, no, no, let's, <laughs> hey, hold on, man. Let's, let's not go there too damn early, bro. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> Well, let's take it to JP. You know what, JP? Normally, um, the weather is, 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 you know, I mean, looking out the window and shit, like, I ain't trying to go outside. But I do enjoy this cold weather. I, I, I think that uh, it's starting to get a little cooler in L.A., which I will be in L.A. next week for a couple of days. Uh, just an early check-in, I suppose. But, JP, top of the morning to you, my brother. How's everything going? The host of the Relatively Black and Fat podcast, which would be to me and everybody else, the new sports center. Make sure you check that shit out because one of my favorite shows to come on anytime I get a chance to. So, JP, good morning, my friend. How are you doing today? Good morning, Mr. RC. Uh, it's not – I'm having a bit of an old man moment. Uh, went to bed fine Friday night. Woke up, can't walk. Knees hurting really badly. So, uh <laughs> Old man shit, old man shit. I would prefer to be out cooning. Yeah, I mean, you know, I prefer to be out cooning, riding three-wheelers with my friends in the middle of the night, like Willow in the Woods and all that kind of stuff. Country boy shit. You know, man, riding three-wheelers and probably shooting guns and all kind of country stuff they was doing. But, uh, you know, it it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm known to have healing powers uh, liking to Wolverine, so uh, I'll probably just walk this thing off. I've I've uh, had a compound fracture in my leg. Woke up the next morning, everything was straight. So um, you know, I, I can I bounce back pretty quickly. But a good night of boxing, nonetheless. Um, pretty excited about a lot of storylines in the boxing game. Uh, old Bud Crawford, you know, one of the pounds of pounds came out and he had his day in the sun. So that's what we're here for. I was hoping for a better night of boxing, but it was pretty good from my standpoint, man. I was I was, I was uh, quite entertained watching it yesterday. So let's get down to it. Fuck the bullshit. Hoping you feel better. Willa, yo, we had a guy who everyone says he's not facing elite competition. I had people over here yesterday telling me, you know, who, he ain't fought nobody. Why are you going to give him so much credit? You can only beat him in front of you. He really can um, and yesterday was the last fight under contract for top rank, <clears throat> and I thought it was I thought it was eyebrow raising, skeptical eyebrow raised up once I seen PBC. Give me a hint that he's going to PBC. You know, Crawford's never been the guy that's 
much so into his market uh, market marketability when it comes to um, merchandising and all that shit. So I just thought maybe I don't know, call me crazy, but <clears throat> I thought it was a little eyebrow raising. Nonetheless, Terrence Crawford showed up in there yesterday, and like I said, <laughs> you go, you go, hit that search bar, RC Prince. I said, book that shit four rounds. That's all I gave him. Crawford was not going to give him more than four rounds. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. And, you know, that's, that's what came into place. Spoken into existence like LeVar Ball would be talking about. Well, I, I, I posed this question yesterday, and I'll pose it to you asking you about the breakdown. Why does Terrence Crawford not get his due? And what did you think about his performance yesterday? Man, well, when it comes down to his performance yesterday, um, although the ending was great, you know, finished Kell Brook off with some kind of right jab hook type of deal. (laughs) Don't do it. Oh, my bad, man. Oh, oh, there you go. You go. You go. Oh, you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. You go. <clears throat> oh, okay. I thought yeah, I thought you couldn't hear me. So, yeah, let me let me start back over, man. My bad. I thought I was on mute and you were telling me not to do it, but I, I see where you're going with this. But let me let me start it back over. Now, he did finish Kilbrook off with some kind of right jab, power hook type of deal that was that was beautiful. You know, I mean, he didn't finish him off, but that's that was the beginning of the end. Yeah, he didn't you know, like caught him, you. caught him, had him drop back. You know, he's in the he's in the ropes. He has nowhere, no idea what he's what's going on. Crawford comes, finishes him off with some left hands. Looked real good in that moment. Before then, Kill Brook might have been winning the fight. You know, no, he was definitely winning the fight. I don't know if it was 3-0 or 3-1. At the end of the second round, uh, at the end of the third round, Terrence Crawford did sort of step it up a little bit. Terrence Crawford, after four rounds against Kell Brook, both of his eyes were puffed up. One eye was cut. I think that must have been his left eye. Um, It was cut. Um both eyes poofy. His he was getting hit. Back then, trying to put some of that uh, back weight off. Yeah, well, you know, it wasn't really skilled level, you know. But Kell Brook is a very skilled guy, so I really don't want to take nothing away from, you know, from Kell Brook. He does have the skill, but he doesn't have the chin anymore. We saw that one good solid shot, he was out of there. Crawford, you know, he. <laughs> He didn't look the best until he knocked him out. Now, with that being said, it was sort of enjoyable. You know, the fight, while it lasted, was enjoyable. Crawford was in there getting punched. Kell Brook was in there getting punched, you know. And it was an enjoyable fight. And it's hard to say if – well, it's not hard to say because we've, we've seen him almost get dropped by – a green machine. Um, we've seen him get hit a couple of times, Crawford, that is. And it's like, I don't know if he wants to get hit because he says, you know, he seems like that might be the type of guy 
he is. Because once he started getting hit by Kell Brook a lot, eyes started swelling. You know, it seems like he got a little more comfortable in there. So it's hard to really say if that's a good thing that he's getting hit or a bad thing. You know, we would think it's a bad thing because, you know, you don't want to be out here getting swole up in four rounds from Kell Brook already. But, like I said, when he started getting hit, it seemed like he got closer, he got a little more aggressive, and he got a little more uh, secure in what he was doing, a little more comfortable in there. So Terrence Crawford is a strange – he's a strange individual. So it's hard to sort of judge exactly what kind of performance this was because this could have been an A-plus performance, exactly what he wanted to do. You know, usually when you get the knockout, I got to give you an A. So I don't know if this is an A-minus or A-plus performance based on the type of guy Terrence Crawford is. Um, but it wasn't – no, just because, you know, he's the type of guy that hates his mother, you know, but loves her, you know. He's just a weird – he's a weird individual. So it's hard to say. He like can I never said, he might want to, He might want to get hit, and he needs to get hit to feel like he's in a fight. You know, he might be one of those type of guys. So, you know, it's hard to really judge it. But, you know, good performance. It was a good good little fight while it lasted. Kill Brook, hell of skill. Got hella skilled, but, you know, baby chin, um, you know. And he also, you know, he said that Terrence Crawford had him in there shook a little bit. So, you know, I watched a little bit of his uh, press conference, not his press conference, his uh, uh, interview after the fight. And he said, you know, he wanted to throw his jab a lot more, but Terrence Crawford had the distance and the timing. And, you know, he had him out there shook a little bit is what it sounds like, man. But, um, yeah, Terrence Crawford. He's still a, the pound-for-pound pound guy for me. Well, yeah, he still is. Lomachenko almost had a chance to take that, but, you know, Tiafimo, what I called, you know, beat. But what I called in my heart, you know, he beat him. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Terrence Crawford, number one pound-for-pound. Pound. Good. I'm just going to give him an A. I'm not going to give him an A minus, A plus. Just going to give him the simple A. It's an entertaining fight while it lasted. Shouts out to Kell Brook. He, you know, he's probably washed. Probably time for him to hang it up, you know. And uh, we'll see what's what's in store for for uh, Terrence Crawford. You know, like you said, it's supposed to be his last fight on the contract. Rumors of him going to the PBC at during his uh, post fight uh, interview. Guess who was standing right by him? Bob Arum. The guy asked him a question. Do you, you know, you want to fight Earl Spencer, Manny Pacquiao? What is going to take to get these fights done? He looks at Bob Arum. Bob Arum starts saying some stuff. You know, we want to make the fight. So, you know, hopefully, Crazy hopefully talk, we'll get yeah. the next fight. Like you said, Spence and, Spence and Garcia are fighting in a couple of weeks. Perfect timing for for that next fight to be against Crawford. You know, Manny Pacquiao, he ain't fought, so we still got time for that also. So. Man, hopefully we get to see Terrence Crawford fight a big name, man, and get his just due. The reason why he doesn't get his just due is because he's fought some good people, but he hasn't fought yet. He doesn't have that signature win yet. And this one, even though Kell Brook is the name, this definitely isn't a signature win. It's not even 10 o'clock in the morning you're tearing brothers down. That's a shame. JP, yo. How am I tearing brothers down by giving an A? Cause you're over here saying 
He's a weird guy and stuff like that. That's below the belt. No, he's a weird character. They're all weird characters. To be a boxer to get punched in the face, you got to be a weird character. But he's a little weirder than the most. But that's not a bad thing. This is boxing. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm here and there with your with your assessment. But, uh, you know, I digress. And we'll take it to JP. Let's see what's going on here. Because I know, you know, JP, contrary to popular belief, I think that people think that you're a big Crawford hater. And I, I, I'm not one to put the, the hammer down and say it's a final verdict on it or not. So, one... What was your thoughts about the fight yesterday? And I guess the two-part question would be, why doesn't Terrence Crawford get his due as being the number one guy in the sport? Well, not a Terrence Crawford, not a Terrence Crawford hater. I believe he's one of the best uh, fighters in the world. Uh, but I hate Terrence Crawford seeming complicit in how his career has been handled. Um, if that's clarification, I, I just I hate. And to me, and this this could be totally untrue, but to me it just seems that Terrence Crawford has been complicit uh, with the guys he's he's been fed because the, you know he's getting that bag, and that's that's not unfathomable and that's not crazy, but uh, that's my only thing. Uh, as far as the fight, man, going into it, I knew that Terrence was in a uh, a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Um, you know, I, I just tried to find an a, a area where everyone would leave happy with this fight, even though we knew the outcome. So it, I kind of uh, put the equation together like this. If if he gets him out too early, we're going to say Brooke was shot. If Brooke takes him too late, we're going to say a shot guy took you too late. So he had to find a sweet spot somewhere in here where Brooke looked competitive, looked somewhat like the old Kell Brook, and Bud was still able to have a spectacular performance. I thought that was how Bud could get his kudos in this, um, but a, a, lo- a lot of it would depend on what Kell Brook showed up. And uh, I don't think we've seen a rejuvenated Kell Brook last night. In fact, and this is not taken away from Bud, man, I, and I, I almost hate doing this, but I got to keep it 100 um, Kel, to me, man, and I, I almost hate doing this. Um, when I seen him in the beginning of the, like, you know, the first press conference and the face-off, I'm like, I don't know, man. He seems, I don't know, slurry. There's something going on with the speech, but nothing enough to make me say anything. Um, we get in the ring. I mean, even before then, the eyes just look kind of bugged out. Fucking Terminator 3 or something like that, baby. Baby Terminator face. And then, um, you know, we get in the ring and the eyes just is looking crazy, man. And, uh, you know, we've seen the punch resistance not be there for Kel. We basically got Joe Smith. He got knocked completely out the ring with a half-extended jab, you know, and the punch resistance just wasn't there. And most people are leaving this fight saying Kel Brook should probably retire. That's not what you want if you're Bud Crawford, while those like Errol Spence and Mikey Garcia are, you know, doing their roundabout fighting each other, um, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter and those likes, and they're all still going on having great careers after they fight one another. That um, kind of tells the competition that you're fighting. If you if you beat a guy and he needs to retire, you know, we're not talking about a guy who came into this thing looking good. You could also say 
you know, maybe making that wait for Kel didn't leave a lot in the tank for him. I don't know. But I don't want to dwell on that kind of stuff too much. As far as, you know, I would prefer for Crawford to have got him out of there with some electric-type punch, you know, something something to leave the fight with and remember. But I think we're all still on a high, and, you know, we love boxing. But I think as the days go by, the months go, this performance will start to even to lose more luster and just to lose its, its status because, you know, I, I'm not sure if we see Kell Brook again. Um, for the first couple of rounds, it was somewhat competitive. You could even say Kell Brook was winning the first, maybe even second round. Bud went to the southpaw stance, and that kind of did it for all Kell. Uh, Willa touched on um, Kell seeming hesitant. And that that was due to like they kept saying on the telecast that seventy four inch reach. Um, Bud is able to keep a good distance, more reach at that height than probably any other fighter. I don't know, but I know a seventy four inch reach is damn long for a dude that size. Um, but I'm I'm just not overwhelmed by the performance, to be honest with you. Um, what do we take away? You know, what, what's the takeaway here? I knew this was a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And it, it sucks for Bud because he's the one going in here with everything to lose. He had everything to lose and very little to gain. I mean, Kell Brook had to show up last night, and I don't know if anyone's out here saying Kell Brook showed up and we seen the Kell Brook from 2015 or something like that. I don't think that happened, man. Um, I knew there was a region – a reason the, the, the money line was so wide. Vegas was basically saying, please put some money on this guy, but he has no chance. You know, nine to one, eight to one, you know what I mean? They, they're basically begging you to put some money down on this. Yeah, but, you um, bet uh, 1100 bucks just to win 100 if you're betting on Crawford to win. You know, so, you know, the Vegas, Vegas knew what was up. Um, but, man, I, I just hope that Bud could get make something happen. I don't want to see Bob standing around doing his his stuff. You know, I, I felt like he almost had his, his master standing there with him. What what we need to see you for, Bob? <laughs> there's, there's nowhere, no reason we need to see your master with you. You know what I mean? Go to handle the shit behind the scenes. We understand everything is due to no attendance in these stadiums. It I almost sounded like they, right. I and mean, I'm just being facetious, man. I'm I'm just being <laughs> facetious, but uh. You know, man, I, I'm just like whatever. You know, it, it doesn't leave me with. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, I do, even though the performance didn't over wasn't overwhelming in any way or another. I believe the fighter was shot. I do reevaluate how I think a Crawford and Spence fight would go. What I did see from Crawford in Ooh. there, and we've been seeing this. We've been seeing this is you know Crawford makes adjustments. That that switched in. He always switches to left. I mean, that's not nothing new. I mean, it seems like a, a new trick, but it's an old trick he's been doing since we've right. been seeing him. Um, but you know, once he did that, he really took the jab away from Brook. Brook couldn't get that straight right off. He's too far away, and that just disarmed him. But that said, you know, I haven't seen Errol change out of come forward destruction mode ever. I've seen Errol fight. I've seen him bang. I've seen him box. But I don't know if we've seen any tactical uh, mid-fight type of adjustments. 
So that said, you know, I will be reevaluating how I see the Crawford and um, Spence fight going. But last night's performance, man, I'll give him a, a B plus. And it's nothing to do with him. It's just due to the competition. Dig it. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, now looking at looking back at uh, Bob Aaron being right there next to Crawford. What's <laughs> the funny? You got me on that one. That was funny. Uh, but yo, real talk though. Everything you're saying, you, I, I, I get it, and that's why a lot of people. There's a lot of question marks about uh, uh, Crawford from some people. There was, uh, you know, I, it's crazy these boxing forums. They're ridiculous, but, you know, there was actually people who thought that Kel Brook had a chance. I'm feeling good about this fight. He looks in tremendous shape, da da But, you know, it is what it is. This ain't the same guy that we've seen beat Sean Porter all those years ago, 2015 or whatever. But um, you can only beat who's in front of you. Um, you know, Willa, you want to uh, uh, ch- uh, chime in about anything, you know, the comments that JP just mentioned with Terrence Crawford? <clears throat> Yeah, no, no. The only thing I was even on the easy test, you could still get an A. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're, the test is easy, don't mean you still can't get an A on it. Um, but yeah, I sort of, I sort of. I mean, I agree with him. You know what he said? Pretty much makes sense. You know, like I said, Crawford is a strange dude, so it's hard for me to sell if it was a good look or a bad look. <laughs> but but I still know that he's a, you know, he's still the powerful power number one guy. In my uh, in in the division, I mean, in the world, my fault. Number one guy in the division, yeah, number yeah. One, best guy in the world. But now, uh, I'm not. I don't want to ask you how you justify that because it's unjustifiable. But continue. Well, yeah, I don't even know what the hell uh, what the hell JP talking about. <laughs> but uh, him being uh, pound we'll for pound see. number one in the world is insane. But go ahead. So who's who's probably well, who's, uh, yeah who's better than him? I mean, is it based on better or is it based on resume? I thought it was who you didn't beat. It's, was, no, it's who's I the best boxer. No, who's the best boxer in the game? Well, I thought it had to, to to do with like you know accomplishments combined. He has the accomplishments. So then it's Canelo. He has the under. So I, I would probably, I would probably, I feel more comfortable saying Canelo. Um, but okay. Crawford has the thing that one forty. Yeah, my bad though. Yeah, you like that, don't you, Willis? Yeah, I mean he's got that. He's a three. He's a three division champion. So you know, can't really say too much, too much bad about him. And he's whooping boys. So, you Rocky know, it just is what it is. I, I got, who's, who's ever who's, who's I got heard of Rocky one. Fielding since Canelo kicked his ass? Not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Canelo. Well, you've heard of Triple G, haven't you? <laughs> you've yeah, don't a, get me started with you've that You've heard of Toto. I know you've heard of Toto, right? And Kovalev. You heard of that guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you heard of Kodo yeah, before, yeah. Uh, RC? Remember that ass whooping? But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's neither here nor there. But we'll get to see, we'll get to see uh, in a couple of weeks exactly how good Earl Spence is if he's still at the top of his game, man. We're gonna see that in a couple of weeks, so we'll be able to make a good comparison on what's going on, man. Both of them will be fighting uh, washed fighters, so we can see. Who well, I mean, we already got a comparison. Kill Brook, Kill Brook was in the ring with Spence, and it took Spence how long? Nine rounds or ten rounds? 
or 11 rounds? How long did it take for Spence to go? He wasn't ready to comparison. That's 11. I mean, he wasn't as washed at that point. 11, you know right? That was, that, was, that was a couple of years ago. So, uh, you wait, know, he wait, wasn't wait, as, you as Danny washed Wild? at that point. Um, what I'm saying is they're both fighting, about to fight a washed guy, dog. You know, you take that either here or there, dog. A washed guy that's you got, saying, you know. Who's Danny? washed, Spence or Danny? I'm saying Earl Spence has the opportunity to show what he can do in two or th- in a couple of weeks against a washed boxer. Wow. I'm saying Danny Garcia. Just like Crawford did. Yeah, just like Crawford did. Goddamn nerd. You tripping. How is Danny washed? I don't know what you're smoking out there in Texas, but I don't want washed. you to say me nothing. All the mushrooms in right the woods now. last night, man. <laughs> yeah, Willis is out of his damn mind right now. <laughs> and and if I said three, he's on four wheels. I don't know if I said three wheels, but hey, check this out. He's on that rent cycle. It's spinning. Oh, my God. It's spinning right now real oh, fast. Well, uh, man, take the tin foil hat off, Willis. Stop it. It's bumping. Like, the washing machine is jumping around. It's uneven. The washing machine is making a lot of noise right now. Okay, That's so like, uh, let me okay, let me let me quote someone over here. Go on the record. So you're Danny's saying Earl Spence gonna kick Danny Garcia's ass, huh? Oh, we don't know. I mean, I have no idea. We're coming off a. That's the whole point. I was saying he's got uh, an opportunity. I mean, if he doesn't, it's because he got in the red. And he ain't Those are the Why is Danny washed? Yeah, I don't understand that. You need to elaborate on Danny's that. Danny's washed because how many how many big fights has he won? Zero. Zero. Unfair. The washing zero. machine is making zero. the washing machine is making the washing machine is making a loud noise right now. It's only one ar- uh, article of clothing. It's only one article of clothing, and it's making it heavy Look on one side and bumping around. Mm-hmm. You were eating them country mushrooms in the world. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Danny Garcia's got one of the best resumes in boxing, just because of everyone he's facing, his win percentage against. But if you say he's washed, this should should be easy work for Spence. And I mean, I mean unless, Spence might be know, washed. Spence you don't, don't know. We ain't seen Spence. We ain't seen Spence since he was since he flew out the Lamborghini. <laughs> God, <laughs> flew out. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why it's a good time for Danny Garcia to take this fight. He's a smart businessman. Look, man. I don't know about Wash, but that's making me even more hyped for the Danny Garcia Earl Spence fight. We've been seeing hype up for it yesterday, um, throughout the day. I did, and it have been so. But Willis said, Wash. That's yeah. JP said he's gonna be down there with in a hotel room full of men. Yeah, we got <laughs> some kind of ten bedroom house, but I don't know if I'm going, man. Yeah, COVID concerns. But no, they got some big nice house, man. You ain't going to be using protection out there? What, a mask? Shit. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows why they're wearing a mask at this point. You're going to be in there with 10 men and you're just going to wear a mask, no? <laughs> oh, that's a... <laughs> hey, that's why I will it. Yeah, that's why you ain't hosting right RCO, now. You RCO. Get out of control. He's out here going viral on Grinder, and uh, well, you, <laughs> you was in the woods last night with me. 
Yeah, well, it was you coming back from late, late night <laughs> right. to the hotel room, driving through the tall trees and shit. You out in the woods playing around with men all night. No, I'm riding a bike my in the woods all goddamn night. You going uh, on the end of the trip with some offline guys. Yo, with bad. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, uh, see. <laughs> all right, yo. Well, uh, so I'm doing a masquerade. Gonna be a masquerade ball over there. <laughs> what Willa was talking about was <laughs> at, at TVV they have the uh, I forget what it's called where they have uh, they gather up and they do their little boxing thing. I forget what it. Uh, border wars, border wars, border wars. That's what it was. Shout out to Doomy. That's my guy. Uh, but yeah, so that's what Will is talking about. I don't know what all that other stuff. But yes, if you do have a mask, please wear it. Move it along, man. Move it along, man. Well, I gotta talk about your guy. It's 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 more than yesterday's news. But you know, Tyson Fury came out and had a statement about Deontay Wilder not getting the rematch for the comments he made about him. You know, having his trainer spike the drink. Uh, uh, crabs in a bucket referee, uh, loaded gloves, um, illegal intentions, and got away with the way the sun rose that day. JP said that the doorman tripped him on his way to the arena. The suit was too heavy. He put on his club. All this stuff. And now Wilder comes and says, give me my rematch like you promised. I think that the guy is completely just, you know, how some fighters buy themselves or, or price themselves out. Deontay Wilder is doing something similar to the effect, but he just – I'll get to it when it's time. But, Willa, what's going on with this? Is this all drama, smoke and mirrors, or or is this something that, that, fight, that fight fans should be worried about as far as not getting the trilogy between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury? Because uh wasn't – Tyson Fury is supposed to fight sometime in December, right? And it hasn't been announced. Um, so that fight don't look like it's going down. Uh, I, I believe yep. Wilder has I believe Wilder has taken it to the courts. Uh, so it don't matter what Tyson Fury says. Um, they're going to fight. Wilder wants to fight. Tyson Fury doesn't want to fight because I think he cheated, and he realized that he cheated, man. So We'll see how it goes. Like I said, we've got to – we just got to sit back and, and, and wait. But I'm I'm like 80% sure that Tyson Fury's next fight will be against Deontay Wilder to finish that trilogy. Um, Deontay, you know, he's, 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 he's making legitimate statements. He didn't have to take that rematch. He did. He was a man of his word. The Gypsy King should be a man of his word. Um, but we know that he likes to cheat, and, and so he's trying to cheat Deontay <laughs> Wilder, man. So, you know, we'll see. But I think that fight's going to happen. I'm trying to look it up now to see um, what kind of you get. You keep on searching, Willie. You gonna search? You gonna be searching all goddamn day because Deontay Wilder ain't he ain't fighting anytime soon. No, Tyson Fury. Uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder trilogy decision expected next week. Frank Warren reveals after mediation attempts. So, Fury decided to walk away from third fight, but yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it looks like 
we got a retired judge to review the case, so there's some kind of mediation going on. So yeah, I think they'll be I think they'll be fighting. Like I said, Fury's supposed to be fighting in December. We ain't heard nothing. That means that fight probably ain't going down. So we'll be probably looking at February, Wilder versus Fury. Three. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Black yeah. man's revenge. If it was if it was all books like uh professional wrestling, then all would be good, but I don't know. JP, what is your thoughts about this whole fiasco going on with Fury Wilder back and forth, you know, and and should fight fans be worried about this fight not happening or is it just, you know, build-up drama for the trilogy? You know, this is an ever-evolving situation here. I've I've gone back and forth. I've been hard on Deontay. Um, I've been hard on Fury. And it's still developing. But where I am right now, the moment um, is that I'm with the with Deontay uh, wanting arbitration and wanting mediation to get the the third fight. That led me to believe that Deontay really wants to fight. Okay, um, that was the question mm-hmm. before it all, because it was like, okay, what happened to the rematch clause? Did you miss that deadline? That would indicate to me that you don't want to fight, and this is all you know, kind of a stunt. But since he's taking these extra measures for uh, to get the third fight, it leads me to believe that he wants to fight. Um, interesting story here. Um, I found it interesting that Tyson Fury basically cut 140 pounds in about a year and is now putting it back on kind of in muscle or whatever it is. We know we had this uh, Vinny Pazienza come out here recently and says uh, Fury's on that HGH. Makes sense to me. Um, I see a cycling pattern, to be honest with you. I noticed when Canelo was doing it, and I noticed when Mayweather was doing it. They'll take a hard fight, two soft touches, then a hard fight. In those two soft touches where nobody's looking, they don't have the vibe of the year-round shit. I've watched this with Canelo when he fought, I believe it was when he went through Con Kirkland, I think it was that time, touches, then he had a hard touch. To me, this is when they're cycling and they're not in the year-round Vada program. Fury right now, Fury just recently showed me an energy. You know how we say, uh, quote-unquote, keep the same energy these days? Fury always didn't have the same energy to me until here recently. Oh, Deontay Wilder. Um, you know, the things he said about me. Um, Wilder, I, I just can't believe I can't see myself giving that guy another shot. I'm like, what? That's not the Tyson Fury I know. You offended? You offended by, by him making these accusations about you? You offended, man, now. Ex-crackhead and all the shit you done did and now you, Mr. Offended, you done been out here telling the world how you mm. suffered depression and going through all of this shit, being a, a, a blank canvas for the world to see. Now you're so offended. You know, and to me, that was the indication. He went in there and looked like shit against Otto Wallen and freaking uh, Tom Schwartz. Came back, knocked Deontay's Waters ass out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To me, this is a cycling pattern, and to me, this is why he's doing so much to avoid this third fight. I now believe he's avoiding the third fight. This could change, but um, 
I don't see why. I'm not exactly sure why um, Tyson Fury, other than being offended, doesn't want to fight Wilder all of a sudden. And to me, he's on that shit and he's cycling. Yeah, I've never seen a man cut 100-plus pounds like that um, and be in this kind of shape and just, you know, so to me, I, I, I believe He's looking I, like I, a goddamn fitness model and shit for big guys. Yeah, you know, so I think Tyson Fury is doing some dirty, underhanded stuff, and he doesn't want to get caught anymore. He knows that all eyes are going to be on him. There ain't going to be no lacks in, you know, people making sure they're dotting the I's and crossing the T's this time around. And I don't believe he can do it without whatever stuff he had going into play in that second fight. Um, I, I, I can't remember exactly, but I did do some research when I was thinking the same things about Canelo. And I, I looked back and I seen, okay, what testing was he in? He, he was in a, in a rhythm of taking two, two soft touches, then a hard touch. And to me, when they take those soft touches, they're on the cycle, man. And by the time they get to the big fight, that's when you get off of the shit, you get in the testing, and then you get the benefits from whatever you've been doing. That's how that goes. And uh, that's what I believe Tyson Fury's been doing, and that's why I believe at this point in time he's running and not wanting to have anything to do with that third fight. Yeah, I, I, I know that's making Willis smile over there because he's over here, you know. I don't know who am I to say. I don't know if he's cheating or not, but I'll tell you what, he is a gypsy, and if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And, you know, not everybody is Ned Flanders, <laughs> you know. So um, it's definitely possible, and especially when you you just look at some of the things as far as how much weight he's lost. Like I said, the dude's, um, <clears throat> you know, you see his cheekbones now. And, uh, you know, the, he's... He's been in crazy shape way more. I mean, he completely transformed. That's hard to do, man, <laughs> unless, you know, you have some performance enhancers or not. But not saying it's not possible and not throwing any shade, but it's definitely something to think about. Um, Will, anything to touch on that before we uh, switch around? Yeah, no. Uh, you know, I, for some reason, me and JP are in agreement. Um, I guess he... You know, he's been – he's stepped over to the dark side on the black hand side this week, man. So, yeah, I think we're – you know, I, I agree with what he's saying. Fury is a cheater. We know he's a cheater, and he's trying not to get caught. And I did see something about that H, HGH. I didn't know if that was – I didn't really look into it. I just thought that was just another thing. I You know, I really – at the same point, I really don't want to hear no more nonsense. I just want to see him fight. So, hopefully, they'll get done. Tyson Fury being on the HGH makes sense. You know, he's been caught before, right? Um, but look, let me throw this then... out, y'all. Let me throw this out, though. <laughs> Just the trip about this whole thing. So, Breland, he's, uh, it, it seems pretty obvious to me that Breland has a, a case of defamation coming. I don't know that for certain, but in Breland's release statement, Breland didn't say nothing but what I call um, case talk. You say, Breland basically said, yeah, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on out there. It'll be addressed. You know, just don't believe everything. That's case talk. You know, that's like my lawyer's working on it. I can't speak to any specifics. Um, But what I find interesting about the whole thing is that Wilder can't prove anything. 
We know that, right? Prove something. There would be an investigation. But unfortunately, the night has passed. So how do you prove the gloves were tampered with? How do you prove there was an egg weight with it? How do you prove Kenny Bayless did that, this, that, or the third? How do you prove all of these things? How do you prove Mark Williams spiked your put muscle relaxers in your water or whatever the hell we're talking about here? Because you're asking us to believe things that we have never heard of in the sport of boxing. Your own trainer spiking your drink. We never heard of that. Egg weight. Nobody even know what the hell that is. So you're asking us to believe things we've never heard of and just how it goes, man. And what I realized is I, I was constantly questioning myself, how come the victim, who is Deontay Wilder is here, is taking all the scrutiny? And the reason is simply because the the, the person that accuses someone of something, all the, 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 the person being accused of these crimes have to do is say, prove it. Now it's up to Deontay Wilder to prove all that stuff. Tyson Fury doesn't have to acknowledge anything. All he has to say is fine. If you think I did it, prove it. And Deontay Wilder cannot prove things. And that was makes this so crappy. And then I don't know how to feel about Wilder, even though I think Fury cheated. But if you're just throwing stuff at the wall, if you make if you're lying, if you're making up stuff you can't prove. And what the hell do I believe you for? Why am I rallying behind you? You, like my, like my man Sign says, you pro-black pimping. You out here spitting scriptures out of Proverbs and got music <laughs> playing in the background. And when a man has something taken from him, the Lord says, <laughs> um, black heartstrings you're pulling on and shit, man, I don't appreciate it. So, you know, Deontay is walking a very thin, uh, you know, he's walking a thin line with me. Now, a lot of the, the blacks out here, they don't give a damn about nothing. They tootsie rolling, they doing a tootsie roll. You know, a lot of, I tell the brothers, like, man, a lot of y'all was doing a tootsie roll in the front yard when OJ, you know, was uh, innocent. <laughs> but OJ didn't give a shit about none of y'all. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to be one of y'all doing a tootsie roll and a butterfly for these fake-ass dudes. You know what I mean? So Wilder is on thin ice with me, but that don't, uh, you know, step aside from Fury being a cheater. But at the same time, Wilder, you can't be a liar following a dude who's just throwing crap at the wall. So I'm a, I'm a bit I'm a bit um, divided on that, but, you know, that's where I am at. Yeah, he says, you still couldn't keep this king down. And I can only imagine the Wilder fan base being like, yeah, that's right. You can't keep this king down. I just couldn't come to, I, I, I couldn't come to grips with that. But it, it, I, <laughs> yeah, you kicking some big truth right now, JP. Because this boy, I tell you, the Wilder fans are impossible to have a conversation with, especially if it comes up to anything like Fury, pacifying as yeah. you say. But I don't mind the brothers, yeah. you know, rallying, man. That's a good thing, you know, a little unity. But I ain't trying to do the butterfly for OJ. You know, and that's 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 all. That's where I'm out with it, because obviously the brother is, you know, putting out some accusations out there that, you know, we're finding hard to believe. So that can't be the case if your credibility ain't crap. How am I supposed to be rallying behind you, and you spitting scriptures and doing all this weirdo stuff? So, man, we'll see. We'll see. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Something that everyone's going to be keeping an eye out for. And, you know, Deontay Wild, I'm sure, will be uh, vocal more so about it. He'll, he might post something else and read some more um, prophecies and whatnot. But, you know, for another day, I guess. But the other day was announced that, God, this guy makes me sick, man. Uh, Canelo Alvarez. So, Canelo Alvarez is going to be fighting Caleb Smith um, instead of uh, Caleb Plant. And that's the one time I would actually be a Caleb Plant fan. If he was getting there with Canelo, I don't know how it would have went or something like that because I still look at, even though they're in the same weight class, I just look at Canelo like so much bigger than Caleb Plant. But we know what that is. Um, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Saul Alvarez and Caleb Smith will be, uh, I think it's going to happen in December at AT&T Stadium over at Jerry World. They're going to have fans in attendance and, you know, uh, I mean, what, what can I say? Canelo and and Caleb Smith, that's like um, Tampa Bay playing Carolina today. Formidable opponent, yes, which the Carolina Panthers are, but will they win the game? No, they won't. Just like Caleb Smith won't win this fight against Canelo Alvarez, but I know Will is excited for it because it's been a while since we've seen Canelo fight, and December can't be far, uh, soon enough, right, Will? What's your thoughts on this fight that was announced between Canelo and Caleb Smith? Um, hey man, anytime we can see a top three pound for pound guy do his thing, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'll, you know, they're coming to back to Jerry world, you know, where unlike all these other States, we're out here having events doing big boxing things. So yeah, man, I'm excited. Uh, I would have saw, uh, you know, the, the plant talk was good talk. The Smith talk, I believe Smith is the champion, right? Um, this is for a, a real belt. Uh, so you know, I don't know what the what the argument is about. Um, Canelo's doing, trying to be the Mexican Floyd Mayweather. You know, got from under the Mayweather hater. You know, my guy, Oscar De La Hoya, but got from up under there so he can do Mayweather type things. So you know, I'm not mad at it at all. <laughs> I'm not mad at it at all, and uh, want to wow. see my man get a get another belt to unify the super middleweight file, uh, the WBA, WBA super middleweight title. So I guess um, Smith is the real champion. Uh, Canelo is the uh, regular champion after beating your boy. Who did he beat up Rocky Fielding for that fight? Uh, so mm-hmm. just take on another UK. Uh, one of those, another uh, white boy <laughs> over there from the UK, man. Get it done. You know, man. it is what it is. All right, okay. JP, let's say the date of this fight happens to be one of your children's birthday or your your anniversary or a close family member's birthday or, or a wedding or some sort of big celebration. Would you push all that aside to schedule your evening around watching Canelo versus Caleb Smith? <laughs> Not at all, but uh, I agree to some degree, like Willa said. You know, anytime Canelo's out, same as Bud, you know, you, you want to get eyes on, on one of the best in the sport. Uh, I think Caleb Smith is a, is a terrible opponent. You know, uh, I think he's, you know, a formidable opponent. Definitely a guy, Canelo, you know, better than what we've, left, we've been seeing him with recently. So, you know, we'll see if 
Camilla has gotten overly diva for me. I don't believe Mayweather ever was as much of a diva as this dude, but he's gotten overly diva for me. Um, glad he's broke, broken his ties. I told y'all forever that DAZN contract made zero sense. Like, how do you guarantee the guy $32 million to fight nobody? Shit just don't make no sense. And y'all was arguing. I know Willa and Sign was talking some crap about that. I was like, man, that don't make no sense. I don't see how they do that. Ten fights, it just was ridiculous. The, everything about it was ridiculous. So that's broken up. The ship is sinking. Yeah, severed ties. It looks like, you know, who knows what the hell's happening with the zone. Who knows what the hell's happening with Golden Boy? Who's their biggest fighter right now? Virgil Ortiz or Jojo Diaz or... You know what I mean? They they are uh, right. struggling to keep keep the boats above water. Ryan Garcia. Yeah, Ryan Garcia. Got, yeah. Oscar talking about you know, you know if we we Golden Boy needs to make those revenues and that that yearly fiscal or whatever. Shit, Oscar might got to get in the ring and get some money. You know, we might got to get Oscar versus Pacquiao. Well, yeah, he's trying to fight Madonna. That crazy old man. Yeah, yeah, Oscar Madonna, and you know. Another dude on HGH, because if y'all seen my daughter, <laughs> you know, there is no way he's cut up like that in this amount of time from being fat as shit, living good with pistols everywhere in Argentina. All of a sudden, he's six-pack pulling himself up 20-foot ropes. So, you know. Yeah, remember, the, remember the picture? He's in the uh, the blue cutoff shirt with a shot, uh, a shot glass in his hand. He's sitting down like poolside or something. He's fat yeah. as hell. Now, chopped up, six-pack, fucking ripped to shreds. You know, man, these, these dudes is on that Hugh Jackman. You know, they on that Hollywood that Hollywood diet. You know what I mean? So might have just got lucky and, and went to the taco place Canelo went to. to oh, that's true. That's just, true. Well, yeah. You might have just run into something. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Oscar in 2021, man. Because uh, Golden Boy does not have anyone there uh, ready to carry that torch. They they seemed after the the exile of all the fighters leaving with Al Heyman, um, they just put everything. They hitched all the carts to Old Canelo, which which is not crazy, but you know they they just put all their eggs in that basket and didn't really take the time to groom anyone else or get anyone else positioned to be the torchbearer. But now they're at a chance at a point where all the all ties are severed and um you know, I think I wouldn't be surprised to see Oscar back in that ring in twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's a big time loss. It's hard to put that in some sort of other sports analogy. That's like if uh um like if Russell Wilson decided to walk away from Seattle or Patrick Mahomes walk like you know, to let Canelo go and walk and then try to you know, stabilize yourself as an org- as a as a, a goddamn promotional company in itself. That's tough, Oscar. If he, he's getting back in the ring, that's like Jerry Jones saying, "Fuck it, I'm going in at quarterback for the Cowboys." Because nobody <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yep. it's crazy, man, to think about, but it's true. Uh, Will, any final thoughts on this one before <laughs> we uh, wrap up here? Because uh, yeah, man, I don't know what to think about this fight, man. I don't. So like, but like Canelo, Canelo's going Canelo for another belt. What? What are we talking about here? Canelo's doing big things, going for belts, going over to the UK. 
Oh, well, I don't know. If he's not going over the U.K., but whooping another no, U.K. Uh, white boy, white boy's ass, man. It is what it is, man. And it's Caleb. Put some respect on his name. It ain't Caleb with a B. It's a, got an M on there. Uh, you know, a, a champion, a true champion, like Floyd Mayweather said, a true a true champion. And Canelo's going to do what he does. Like, man. And be a, you know, get that that real, uh, what are they, super middleweight, get that real super middleweight title. Um, and, you know, do what he does, make history. And and when he gets that, I'm probably going to have to put him as the number one powerful pound boxer in the world, even though JP already has him there. I don't have him there quite yet. Uh, but he does this with another belt. He'll be the number one boxer in the world. You know, he is my number one, but I like to keep it uh, like keep it fair. And, uh, you know, I put my guys on a little more stringent uh, – um, necessities to right. make things happen. So you know, he, he makes this happen. Gets gets him another belt. He's the number one powerful pound in the game. Only losing to the goat. You know, this was this. Hmm. Same guy who was losing rounds to Amir Khan. Okay. A lot of guys losing rounds to Amir Khan. Amir Khan is, has the best skills with no with no chin. Yeah, but if you're the GOAT, like you're saying, then you shouldn't be losing no rounds to no damn American. Danny Garcia was losing the fight to American before he lost. And then what happened? He was losing the fight. You're talking about rounds. He was losing the fight. <laughs> well, I'm glad talking you put Danny Garcia in spin cycle right now. as Canelo Alvarez. That's, that's high That's high. Got in spin cycle right now. You, can, you, you compare Danny Garcia to Canelo Alvarez. That's a, that's a compliment. No. No, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, hey, uh, we all can agree. We all can agree on one thing. When Canelo's in there, we got to see him. So, I'll be I'll be uh, front and center. I don't know how I'll schedule my evening, but you know, I'll be definitely want to see it. So, I might be um, back to back Dallas trips, dog. It's it's in the in the D, man. You know, I like to catch Canelo. Uh-huh. He brings them out. So. You never know with me. I might be back to back. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see you in a VIP session. Uh, goddamn Canelo, but only dude speaking English. But yeah, all right. We'll see how things go, man. But um, all right, fellas, I think that's all we got for today. I'm gonna have some football talk, but I don't want to step on those toes. We'll keep that at the, the relatively fat and black black podcast. I even I already talked about football early this morning. Um, but it's fantasy football time. To get it in and see what we can do, and uh, you know, gotta see my guy Deshaun Watson. Willa, Willa just dumped him off like a stray dog out in the out in the middle of nowhere, and I picked up D. Watt, and you know, he don't claim him, but that's my special guy. Willa, uh, what, uh, look, we got Tampa Bay starting already early. I gotta see what's going on with A. B. and Brady. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. What's the fucking game of the week this week? Is it? Uh, Seattle and the Rams, or uh, I forgot what the night game is. I think that might be Saint. I don't know. But is there a game you're looking uh, particularly uh, to see more than anyone today? No, man. I'm gonna be watching. Uh, I'll be watching the Texans game. They're playing your boys, the Browns, so that might be a good one. We'll probably Texas probably end up losing. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the schedule. <laughs> Ain't really shit popping right now. Ain't 
49 is Rams, Ravens, Patriots, Vikings, Bears, tomorrow. I mean, ain't nothing popping this week. Yeah. Cardinals, Bills. JP, your Raiders looking pretty good. Yeah, we flying under the radar. Pittsburgh, heavy flying under the radar. But to be more uh, honest with you, man, I'm more psyched for November 20th, the beginning of NBA free agency. There's a lot of moving and shifting ah. to be done. And um, a lot of teams be changing. So I am interested to see what happens in Brooklyn with Durant and uh, Kyrie and the Lakers and a lot of other teams. So November 20th is the day I got marked on the calendar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting me some Jordan 25, 35. That's what I'm thinking Hey, those are pretty fat. Those are pretty fat, not going to lie. Want some new Jays? Yeah, 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 they're like some 35s. Yeah, some 35 DNAs. I don't know. I was looking at them. You know, they got some. That's where it has like the the half halo like design going, right, Willis? It has like the, the, the weird hoop design look to it. I, well, I yeah, it's got some kind of weird them. look. Yeah, they look yeah, alright. It's pretty dope though. Yeah, yeah well, when I be out way. there though, man, you don't come on through, brother. And uh, you know, it's gonna be a lot of a lot of tough guys there. So don't spit and do all that. Well, you gonna be a guest of mine if you're able to make it, man. Don't embarrass me like that with all that <laughs> spit and stuff you're doing. Yeah, you know. man, y'all got to have Hey, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I might meet you outside. I ain't going to a house full of men. With a Z, not even. Yeah, I like that Z. After oh, that, we're supposed uh, to be doing this big, yeah. though, man. It's supposed to be. Uh, I'm gonna send you the address. Some big ass house in Cul-de-Sac. We got a five on five basketball game going, and uh, we got who Jim we at? We got Steve Willis is gonna be the the ref, so Steve Willis will be there. Um, damn, who Are you Jimmy? fighting? No, I'm not fighting. Not fighting. Not fighting. Um. <laughs> But I think it's Steve Cunningham's gym, or who fuck gym is it? But anyway, somebody's gym, um, you know, a lot of giveaways and stuff, free gloves and headgear, all that stuff, and it's going to be a lot of fights. So it's fun, man. These niggas cannot fight. A lot of them can't fight for nothing. So it's pretty good, man. You got to come out if you can. Yeah, that's, you said you might not go. I might not, man. I got this old man shit going on with me right now. You know, I don't Went to bed fine, woke up, can't walk. So, <laughs> terrible, man. I can't get out the yeah, bed. Yeah, they, they, they playing basketball and shit, JP. You got to ice that one and, and heal up, man. <laughs> you know, that shit ain't no joke. I heal what? up, though, what? man. I always heal up. Oh, yeah, man. You're going you gonna to be all right, bro. You're going to be all right, bro. But, you know what? That, that's all we got for the day, folks. Um, when uh, JP has a show, we could get more into the NBA free agency and how LeBron – puts on his glasses when he's starting to do his GM thing and uh, see what he's got going next because old LeBron James, he's always up to something, especially around this time of the year. So um, speaking for myself in the San Joaquin Valley of Central California, Houston, Texas, and all the way to Inglewood, California, with Outside the Boxing Podcast, appreciate y'all, man, and we'll be, uh, putting some, we'll, be, we'll be putting out some content whenever we got something else popping. So we'll be here back sooner rather than later. So thank you all for joining us. Have a good evening. Have a good Monday. We out. Mom, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.